Thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Horace Williams Jr. For those of you that don't know me, I'm an award-winning author of the book, Unleash the Power of Prayer in Your Life. It can be found on my website, pleadingtothepower.com, or it's also available on Amazon. Today is November the 11th, 2019. I want to, we celebrate here in America, Veterans Day. So, I want to talk a little bit about service and say a prayer for those for those who have served or are serving currently for us. So I was curious because you know service has so many meanings, and so I wanted to do a little research. And it was interesting when I came across the different words regarding service. So I'm going to share a few of them with you and see if any of them really speak to you. And I'll share with you what which one I like the best. So we have an act of helpful activity to supply with aid, performance of duties, and my favorite, which is just short and sweet, is duty. And when I think of the servicemen and women out there, the ones that I've known, the ones in my family, my, my father was served in the army for some years and my brother in the Marines one of my brothers and duty is the word that rings true with me when it comes to service you know when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior in life we become servants of him you read it all the time in the New Testament where Paul or Peter referred to them as bond, referred to themselves as bond servants of Christ there is a Verse, verse in Psalm 31, where I believe it's David is talking about being a servant of God. I want to share that with you. So let's take a listen to it here. Not sure how many verses I'm going to read, but in Psalm 31 and verse 16, it says, Make your face to shine upon your servant. Save me in your loving kindness. Let me be not put to shame, O Lord. Before I call upon you, I can't think of anything better that we as servants of Christ need to be doing on a daily basis than calling upon Him. However, even though service is a duty as Christians and for those that, that serve in the military, service can also be costly. And I was hearing about this, and of course I know this passage of scripture, but I was hearing about it as being taught in a service, yes, a church service yesterday. And it's about the Apostle Paul, the things he experienced in his service to God. So let me just read a little bit of things that uh, Paul shared with the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. see here I'm going to start with verse I want to get to where he really talks about everything he went through let's see I think we got anything we got right here okay here we go so in 2nd Corinthians 11 verse 24 Paul begins to share the apostle Paul begins to share some of the things he experienced in service I speak as, as as if insane. I'm more so in far more labors, in far more imprison, imprisonments, beaten times without number, often in danger of death. 
Five times I received from the Jews thirty-nine lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have spent in the deep. I've been on frequent journeys, in dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my countrymen, dangers from the Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers on the sea, dangers among false brethren. I have been in labor and hardship through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. Apart from such external things, there is a daily pressure of me, of concern for all the churches. Who is weak without my being weak? If I have to boast, verse 30, if I have to boast, I will boast of what pertains to my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, he who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, either under Ardis the king was guarding the city of Damascus in order to seize me. I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and so I escaped his hands. You know, when I read that list of everything, so many of the things that Paul went through, including all his imprisonments, there is a great cost to service. And not only for Christians, but for those that served and are serving right now. Service is costly. In fact, I know that we would be hor- many of us would be horrified to hear or to learn of the things that our servicemen and women experience while serving. As Christians, our service is never easy. God never promised that it would be. I believe in John 16:33, I've shared this verse before. Jesus talks about. In this world you will have tribulation, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. As Christians, it's also our duty to serve. In Matthew 5.14, Jesus refers to us as salt of the world, as salt and light. We are to be a salt and light and help preserving and being a witness to those in the world, being a light shining in the darkness of this world. So how can we be a good servant of Christ? You know, yesterday in our Bible study, we were in 1 Timothy chapter 4, and there was a scripture verse that really stuck out to me, and I began to share, because it's, it's become so important to me, and I want to share with you all. This is 1 Timothy 4, verse 6. In pointing out these things to the brethren, you will be a good servant of Jesus of Christ Jesus, constantly nourished on the words of faith and of the sound doctrine which you have been following. Okay, when I think of the, the two words that stand out to me are constantly nourished. For me, words of faith, I'm thinking of God's word, which is also known as the sword of the spirit. I'm going to come back to the sword of spirit in just a minute, but speaking of constantly nourished, If we, you know, yesterday I shared with, you know, the saying that goes, you are what you eat. Same applies in the spiritual realm as Christians. Are we feeding, are we nourishing ourselves on the word of God constantly? Or do we just get 30 minutes here, 45 minutes here on Sundays or Sunday night or Wednesday night? But are we daily partaking of the nourishment 
of God's word. There's so much goodness. Um, you know, I don't know if you belong to a Bible-believing church or you follow a Bible-believing pastor, Bible-teaching pastors, but there are some tremendous ones out there. Dr. Charles Stanley is one of my favorites. Dr. Robert Jeffress is another one. These gentlemen love the Lord. They preach from His Word. They share the truths of His Word. And whether it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, if you could take what they teach and then spend time in your Word on your own and dig down deeper and ask God what He wants to show you from His living Word, that is more nourishment that will you know what to do with. But it will sustain you daily, sustain you each day, each week, each month. So if you're not constantly nourishing yourself as a servant of God, we're battling the enemy unprepared, undernourished, and any servant or any soldier is not going to be effective if that's the case. I have one last scripture passage that I want to share with you. This really uh, spoke to me and encouraged found in Romans 12, which is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. There's so much goodness in Romans 12. So I'm going to put it up one second. Let me go right here and pull it up. I thought I already had it up. I apologize. But it's Romans 12 and it's verses, well, I have 9 through 21, but we'll see. Um, let's look here. Romans 12. Start with verse 9. See what we got. Okay. There we go. Okay. Bear with me. It's coming. Okay, here we go. Let love be without hypocrisy. As Christians, we're supposed to love, but we have to be careful not to be hypocrites. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. There's that word again, service. Brotherly love, give in honor. I know that is so big for our servicemen and women. Do we live with honor as Christians? Are we honoring our, our captain, our general, the Lord Jesus Christ? Verse 12 of Romans 12. I love this scripture. Rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. Whew. Amen. If you guys know me, uh, I cherish prayer. I don't know where I'd be without prayer. I love talking to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the general, my Savior, my protector, my provider verse 14 well here we go verse 13 contributing to the needs of the saints practicing hospitality you know this month of november is all about thanksgiving and gratitude so ask yourself as you go throughout each day how can you contribute to the needs of the saints that you know and even ask god to show you who you can contribute to and how you can go come back contribute it doesn't have to be financially it may be time it may be a phone call maybe a text message it may be an email. Verse 14 of Romans 12. Bless those who persecute you and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. 
and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Okay, I want to stop right here. I want to go back to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. You know, I know Memorial Day is a holiday where we talk about we, we actually honor those who were lost in service. But I want to also take a moment to remember those who have lost people who served. Because I know this time of year, the holidays, is not always you know, rainbows and flowers for everybody because of loved ones that they have lost who served. So just know I'm going to say a prayer for you guys, you all as well, because I know it was about this time, around this time, many years ago that we lost my grandmother, my mom's mother. And so every time it get it gets close to Thanksgiving, I know she remembers the loss of her mother. But we have to remember that. If that loved one knows the Lord, we will see them in heaven one day and we will worship together. Now, verses 15 and 16, Proverbs 16, talks about not being haughty in mind, not being wise in your own estimation. Wow. I know for many years I have struggled with pride. God has always had to keep me in check regarding my pride. And I talk about it in my new book title the first of afflictions coming out soon about how easy it is to fall victim to pride there's a difference between having pride in what God is doing in your life but having selfish pride and saying look at me so I try to guard myself against that with the Lord's help verse 17 of Romans 12 never pay back evil to anyone respect what is right in the sight of all men wow world would be a much better place if there was if the, if they were if there's more respect towards one another don't you agree if it in verse 18 if if possible so far as it depends on you be at peace with all men never take your own revenge beloved but leave room for the wrath of god for he says it is written vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord verse 20 but if your enemy is hungry feed him and if he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. You know, there's something about, um, I shared yesterday. It takes more strength to be humble, to show humility like Christ showed humility. Things that he suffered, the things he endured, when he couldn't, with a snap of his finger, could have destroyed everybody. But he had a purpose, he had a duty. He was committed to going to the cross to die for our sins. So that we would have the opportunity to fellowship with him one day as his children. Okay, last few verses of this chapter 12. Verse 18. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. verse 21 I already shared the part about God's vengeance but verse 21 do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil 
with good. As servants of God, let's keep it forefront in our mind to overcome the bad things in our life that take place in our lives with good things. To be like Christ, whether it be turning the other cheek, showing humility, showing love to someone, helping the, helping our fellow brother. You know, before I wrap up this podcast today, I want to say a prayer for those who served and the ones who, who grieve for those who they've lost. So I'm just going to take a moment. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for this day of recognition for the servicemen and women in our country who served. You serve willingly, Lord. It takes a special, a unique kind of person to serve in the form way that they do. I thank you, Father God, for giving them the ability to serve, the desire to serve. I ask you to watch over them, encourage your hearts, Lord, keep them safe as they do their duties. May they be encouraged. May they be strengthened. May they seek you, Lord. May you be glorified by their service. And for the ones that are hurting, the ones that have lost loved ones through service or just are hurting, lost family members, ask Father God you give them comfort. Give them peace. Allow them to find you when they seek you with their whole heart, as it talks about in Jeremiah 29, 13. Thank you, Father God, for loving us. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you as your children. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for guiding us. As you give us wisdom as we seek to glorify you with our lives. In Christ's name I pray, amen. I want to thank you for joining me this week on the Pleasing to the Part.com podcast. Sorry I haven't been on in a while. I've been battling some health issues the past month. But praise be to God who has given me healing. And Lord willing, I'll be able to, looking forward to celebrating the holiday with my family. I look forward to being back next week, give you more updates on the new book, The Furnace of Affliction. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have a great week. Keep your eyes on Christ, and I'll talk to you soon. God bless.